0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome, everybody, to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Cavanaugh. Alongside former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver winner of Michael Irvin's fourth and long, this sweet, sweet, wonderful, strong American <laughs> Former Dallas Cowboy, the great Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went seventy-seven yards. It must be a
0: reality show. Uh, oh,
1: Jesse Holly, how you doing, Jesse? Good to see you, brother.
0: I am, uh, relatively speaking, I'm good. Life's good. Mentals are good. Uh, Mamba made me upset this morning. That's your dog. Oh. Mamba's, Mamba's the puppy. Mamba's the six month old, almost 70 pound Connie Corso who thought he, thought he had a friend in the field this morning. Hell yeah, good puppy out there. Nice little what, what do we have? Yeah, nice little two pound, three pound puppy with the white stripe uh, down his back and Mamba found out real soon, that's that's not a puppy. Uh, despite a... That, despite that screaming, stop, no, Mamba, come here, sit, no, stop. Mama found out what a skunk is this morning and so we've been dealing with uh you know washing mamba uh, with the shampoo recommended from PetSmart, the skunk shampoo and i've been mopping all the floors and the office and spraying down his tray and his cage and all the kind of good stuff that you don't want to do on a friday morning that you wish you didn't have to do because mama would have listened to the first recall but he's young and we're still working
1: uh, so yeah, that's my moral. Yeah. I, you know what? I admire the people whose dogs are trained so well that when they see something that they want to do instinctually, you can say a command and they listen. Cause like my dogs, I never trained them that well. So when they see a squirrel, it don't matter what the hell I say, they're gone. Like it just It's they're gone. And one of my dogs accidentally caught a squirrel one time and that was the squirrel's fault for being stupid and running around the base of the tree instead of climbing the tree. And my dog was so shocked, like, I guess I'm gonna grab you. And that was a snap neck within a half second. And so then I put the squirrel in a shoebox and my 80 my 80-year-old neighbor Dan back at the in that time saw me carrying a shoebox to the trash. And he goes, Never seen that before. And I was just uh, <laughs> yeah. Kilgore, thanks for being in the super chat. He said, This is the best part of my Friday. How y'all doing? And Thompson's in here saying, What's up with Jabril Cox? But Jabril Cox is just out there. He's it's kind of an afterthought now. They brought in Anthony Barr, but he'll still be the young gun. Uh, but we have a lot of Cowboys news content to get to today with former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly, Tim's in the chat saying Bland is making some noise, huh? Rookie really? corner Duron Bland will be part of the program today. We'll talk about the Cowboys wide receiver group. No C.D. Lamb, no Noah Brown at practice yesterday. What does that look like? Michael Gallup ran a couple of routes and cleats and a helmet. Deron Bland, the defense and how they performed against the Chargers in those couple of days. Guys who we take for granted that are having great camps. All that and more with your friend. Former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. But first, let me tell you about our guys at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. If they have odds on Defensive Player of the Year in the NFL, bet on Micah Parsons. Find reviews and news for every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online. They continue to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today. Or use your mobile device to join. Make that first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, V five zero to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for presenting our program, Bet Online. We love you. Uh, okay, so Jesse, what I'm going to do is go through some of the things that I thought were newsworthy from Cowboys and Chargers practices of what we can gather from what we were able to see. Yes, sir. And I'm going to present them to you. And you tell me. How interesting is that and what your reaction is to that? Okay, go. Number one, CeeDee Lamb, Noah Brown didn't practice yesterday, which meant we sent QB1 out there with Kevante Turpin, Jalen Tolbert, Simi Fihoko, Dennis Houston. That was what we went up against a good Chargers defense with, and it looked like they made plenty of plays, and the offense was okay at least. Um, When you see that, exciting for all the reps these young players are going to get. Or is it just a daily question of Cowboys? Really? You think you can go into a season with this?
0: It's terrifying, to be honest with you. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Because you talk about a guy like CeeDee Lamb who has a cut on his foot and Noah Brown has a toe injury. You literally sent your $40 million quarterback out on the field with zero NFL reception room. Like, literally, zero. Not one! Z- I- I'm not. I'm not here to talk about anybody because I only got a few more than them. <laughs> but, but I got if it. you. If okay,
1: that's a great point though, because a lot of people like to talk crap in the chat because it's what people do, right? Sometimes, if if you don't like somebody's opinion, you get mad at them. So if Jesse has something negative to say, then people are like, "Oh, you? What did you do in the league? Way more than every receiver that practiced for the Cowboys yesterday.
0: Yeah, way more. Way more. Way more <laughs> than, than those guys. And so. That is, a, that is a frightening sight to me because it's a toe for institutes for CDU today. And at any point in time of the year, it can be a knee, a shoulder, a collarbone, a quad, a groin, a hammy, anything. It, it could be an STD. I don't know. It could be cold. I don't know. It It could be anything.
1: Most STDs would not keep you out of the game. And to the people asking, do I read the Twitch or the Facebook chat? Yes, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and I can read all of them. YouTube is just the biggest and most popular one. And then if you're listening to this later, you're probably on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Back to Jesse.
0: So, I mean, those guys getting those reps are, are, are fine, are great, but it's a terrifying thought process of that. At any point in time this season, this could be the scenario. And whether it be CDN or or Noah in and, or Noah out and CDN or Noah in and C D out, I mean, like any point in time, that could be the 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 situation. And while you know we look at these practices, and yes, everybody's going to vanilla. Like right? no one's doing anything hype or anything. Um, but that's not going to be the case when 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 you know you're not going to have second three second team reps right and third. You're going to get a real scheme. You're going to get real number ones. You're going to get real guys trying to get to Dak Prescott. And everything is not going to be clean. Everything is not going to be peachy cream. So to, to have that thought process of this could actually be at some point in time earlier in the year, it's it's a little bit scary to me. But, you know, kudos to those guys getting those reps. Some of them took advantage of them, you know, like a guy like Dennis Houston. You know, other guys, you know, didn't. I think Jalen Tolbert is kind of maybe a little bit of, you know, for a young guy, this could be that. Sometimes you hit that wall in training camp um, because there hasn't been a ton of ascension for Jalen Tober in in training camp. It's been Jalen Tober. He's a third round pick, so it's kind of been like here. It's been a ton of ascension for Dennis Houston, and it's been kind of up and down with Simee Fuhoku. And it was like one great catch. We haven't heard anything else about Vasher in camp. So you know, it's, it's yes, the reps are important, but let's be realistic. We're, we're we are less than we're less than 30 days away from playing actual real live football that counts. And we're still having this conversation on, is this what the Cowboys are really going to do at the receiving core?
1: Well, I saw, so I saw Dak yesterday. I think uh, Peter King got him to actually say some words because you know, Dak is uh, Dak is really good at media. If you're, if you're the team, he's good in that way, not for us, but for the team, he's great because he will just say the right things. But he was just talking about how, yeah, I actually kind of think I like uh, where we're at right now better than I did a year ago, and that can just be company line. But, I like, I uh, tell me if you disagree. I think that if Dak Prescott fought for Amari Cooper, Amari would be here. I agree. Okay. I think Dak might be the sort of quarterback that's like, look, I don't care. Like, I'm going to read the defense and throw to the proper spot. Like, I don't care. I don't need Amari Cooper. I don't need – whatever. And I do think part of that has to change because now CD lamb is so much better than everybody you have that you better be figuring out how am I going to get the ball to CD lamb? Uh, and they've been doing it in camp. But I wonder if like Dak is actually okay with it where he's like, no, I like, cause the guy they keep talking about is Dennis Houston, who is a undrafted rookie and Dak seems to really like him. And I wonder if he just gravitates to the dudes where it's like, look, that dude was at my house all off season. I can trust him. He's going to practice every day. He's going to be where I want him to be. And I don't know, that would just be really unique for a NFL upper tier quarterback where it's like, eh, it's fine. Like, just give me guys that I can trust that are going to work hard and be in the right spot. And I'll figure it out. Seems and weird,
0: and, so, and no, and some of it could be a little bit of, 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 I, w- I want to say this, right. Of, of positive, 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 positive. Let me repeat. Positive arrogance, and sometimes you want to say, "You know what? I I want to show the world that I don't you, don't attach my success with set player. Don't attach my success with set player. I'm I want to show the world that I'm I, I am. How do I get in that elite conversation? If I take this bunch to the playoffs and maybe win a game or two, this'll do it. They got to put me in that conversation. This'll do it. Right? this is one of those things where it's like you know I'm, I'm betting more on me than on them like yes i can trust them but i'm betting so much on my skill my will my ability to go out there and play the quarterback position is that you can give me a fifth rounder an undrafted rookie a third rounder from the the SWAC. i don't even know what conference general tobert played in and 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 alabama
1: Oh, wait, no, no, no. He wasn't South Alabama, was he? South Alabama is the team that I always scheduled in uh, NCAA football back in the day.
0: But yeah, then I might- Alabama, right? You South, Alabama, he was South Alabama. Alabama. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, and, and and CD Lamb. So I think, I think it's, I think it's a positive area. I think he trusts him, but I do think someone it's a positive arrogance of, you know, I'm gonna show y'all I'm really worth the 40 million because I, I hear the chatter, I hear the talk, I want to be putting that in the conversation. So I'm gonna take this ragtag group and I'm gonna carry them to lands far beyond any one of you can think. And now you gotta put me in that conversation.
1: Gimli 21 in the super chat. Guys, I don't understand Zeke truthers. He's 18th in yak, 34th in broken tackles, and it's a myth that he faces stacked boxes. You guys are great. I'm not I don't I like I have a almost firm don't talk about Zeke policy because there are a lot of people that still think that he's absolutely incredible and I'm not one of them and those people don't like hearing from me. So uh, let's,
0: let's, have a, let's have a 10 second Zeke conversation. Okay he's gonna play more than Tony Pollard. Yes. And the money is the reason why, next topic. Yes. That's, yep. what it is. That's what it is, people. Like, I don't care what you guys say, he's gonna play. There's no way they're gonna put, what is he, $16 million?
1: Yeah, like 15, $16, 16 a year, yeah.
0: They're not putting that on the bench.
1: And keep in mind that that contract contract got signed how many years ago? And no running back has matched those guarantees or that per year because that is a, like, the league knows you don't do that anymore. The league knows that's not smart, but the Cowboys, like, that was their glory days. They handed it to Emmitt a bunch, and they won Super Bowl. So the Joneses are like, oh, we got a big-name running back that we drafted high that's pretty good. We must, he's the key to our success. Pay him. See, y'all made me do this. Whereas Tony Pollard, for his entire career, more yards per catch, more yards per carry, more yards after contact, more broken tackles, more forced missed tackles. Like in any other team in the NFL, if it weren't about money, would have found out with more carries could he still outperform the guy who plays in front of him but this team will not and so instead they're going to pretend they're going to play them both together which the dirty little secret in the nfl is there is not a single team in football that's better with two running backs on the field than having that <laughs> other person be a wide receiver but yeah. they're going to pitch it to you as amazing because tony pollard's so good because the real way he should play is over zeke but they'll never do that see why'd you guys make me do this
0: why I mean, did we do this i'm just saying the, the, the money is the motivation like that's the motive the money- Money is the motive. And while he makes that much money, they're, they're, they're not guys like as much as you want to sit here and, and not you, but people want to sit here and make the NFL about this uh, meritocracy or this democracy. Like it comes down to the bread. Who makes the most money is going to going to be the like who the higher draft picks, who make the most money. Those are the guys who are going to get every single opportunity that there is no matter what. There are a ton of guys on every roster in the National Football League that you're like, if you're in that locker room, you're like, listen, guys, this dude over here, way better than that dude over here. He makes 1.2 million. He makes 12 million guaranteed. They're not playing the 1.2 million deal. You got. They're not they're not. So yes. Kilgore in the super
1: chat, I asked Jesse about CD having it. And he said, no. So what about Dennis Houston or any receiver in our room? Uh, Jesse, I'm going to offer you the out before I even ask your opinion, but guys who haven't even played NFL football yet, I'd imagine it's going to be hard for you to assign an it factor to somebody.
0: Yeah. It ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) It it ain't happened. It ain't it. Uh, it goes to what you said though. Like,
1: what you're saying about the money, I do think that like when you hear the name like Dennis Houston and you hear it over and over and over again, understand he's earning his name being there. Because yes. that's an undrafted dude. There is no reason that his name would be in the headlines, other than the coaching staff and front office clearly like what they saw in OTA's mini camp and training camp so far. And that's why he's getting all these opportunities. Like he's earning them. He's he's taking the Jesse Holly route.
0: Come on yeah.
1: now. I that this. Get that money. Manuel, I feel like Cowboys are willing to do the Amari Cooper thing, see what they have in the beginning of the year with young wide receivers. Who could we get? Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about when they had to trade for Amari to save the season because in 2018 they went wide receiver by committee. Um, I mean, Seattle's tanking, but their receivers are paid. I, you have to just see when the season gets going, like which teams are tanking and know they're not going to be good for the next year or two. Which team is ready to part with a wide receiver that's about to get paid and that's in the wrong window for them? We'll find those guys as the season goes along, and we'll hope we don't need those guys. We'll hope. Eric, hey, Jeff, never thanked you for helping me plan my trip to Dallas last season. What are pos- some position groups that got better since last year? I don't. Um, you're welcome for whatever I did. <laughs> um, position groups that got better. Maybe... This is weird because I'm a big-time Randy Gregory fan as a player and a person, but I think they might be better on the edge this year. Like, Tank's having an incredible camp. That's a later question I had for you, Jesse, but you could just do it here. Would you put any credence into the fact that I put eyeballs on Tank for 10 days, and I'm like, this guy's been really, 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 really good throughout his career, and I think he looks even better? Or is it just like, eh, whatever. He'll Like, he's a good player. He's going to be a good player. And they brought in a second-round pick. They brought in Dante Fowler. They paid Dorrance. I think they might be better on the edge this year.
0: No, you, you've 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 been one of the people, and I've even fought to you at times about this. You've been one of the guys who has taken Randy Gregory as a whole. I'm sorry, not Randy Gregory. Excuse me, Tank Lawrence as a whole. Um, While well, a lot of us, myself included, know that you got paid to get sacks, right? Like that's a lot of portion of why you got paid. So when 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 we don't see as as casual fans or even people who have a, a better eye of the game the sack numbers come up you know we sometimes overlook the productivity and your run stopping ability your pressures uh you know you beating your man so bad that they have to come and double team you gets somebody else another one on one so there's other factors that play into who tank Lawrence is that a lot of times sometimes don't show necessarily on the stat sheet that you have always supported and always been a part of the but wait guys like i know the sacks aren't there i know the, i know the numbers that we want to see the you know, the Robert Quinn 18 sacks a season or the 10, 12 sacks a season or, or because Vika's getting 11 sacks and all that kind of stuff. But if you just if you just dig a little bit deeper and go a little bit past the surface, that there's a lot more to this dude's game that's helping us do what we do defensively. So um, I, I think, again, it, it, the narrative is still going to be. Give me 10 sacks or else. It, it's it's going to be that. The narrative is always going to be with him, again, because the money's associated with it. It's going to be, yeah, I don't care that you're really stopping the run game. Don't care. Don't care. When the quarterback drops back, I need to see you back there a little bit more. On top of him doing your celebration dance with a sack. And I don't know if that's fair, unfair, if it's whatever it is, but that's going to be the the narrative when it comes to tank is you got paid, we want sacks, give us sacks, or you suck, period.
1: Well, the good news is Micah Parsons is here now, and he may be the best defensive player in football for a decade. So people won't be talking about Tank all that much because they'll just be watching Mike and be a freak show. Gimli, this is just extra for getting Jeff in trouble with Zeke fans. Oh, thanks. Jesse has some balls, and I love it. Too many people in Cowboys media afraid of Jerry. If you're like, there's no reason to be a. Like, I think I'm more positive than a lot of people in Cowboys media, but you have to understand that the reason is not Jerry for anybody. Like it's just what people legitimately think because Jerry don't give a shit. Like if you're talking bad about the Cowboys, unless you're like, I don't know, digging into something incredibly personal. Like Jerry don't That's give a shit.
0: Time. That's the only time. That's the only time. If you if you get a little bit too personal or, <laughs> or your dig is a little bit too deep, <laughs> I, I, I got a, I remember like a couple of years ago I was doing the the post game show uh, for the for another company and it was the Tavon Austin punt no punt like who called what and i got a little bit too deep because i really knew really 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 knew what was said who said it and how it all worked down and i got a call from like hey we appreciate your hard work and we appreciate (laughs) you being really 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 honest with the people don't do that oh that's a little bit too much
1: well, I've never been that smart, I guess, because I've never heard a single thing in twelve years from the Cowboys, and I've been plenty critical and plenty positive, and I've never heard a thing. But no, they let you
0: be critical. It's it's when you start kind of. It's like it's like that. It's like Jerry doesn't care surface. He doesn't care like the first level, second level. It's like when you sometimes he like you know, and and he'll he'll send he'll send that he'll send that. Okay, now, <laughs> all right, have a good. one. And it's like oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Like the only thing we've ever heard about is before an interview it would be like, Hey, can we not do the Anthem thing? Jerry didn't want to do the Anthem thing this week. And I'm like, well, I mean, fine. Cause, but we, well, and also I, I know how you feel about it, Jerry. So, and I think most people do, so I don't have to ask you, uh, Hollywood Jerry's too loyal at a fault to players that are getting or got past their prime. If they're super popular, uh, but, I mean, at a point that goes away, they got rid of Dez. He was super popular. They got rid of Aikman. He was super popular. They got rid of d Ware. He was super popular. But they'll do it for a while, for sure. They'll do it for a while. It's always
0: it's it's anything in business. is. At times, I think people need to take a breath and just think to themselves, if I were Jerry, if you put so much money into a person, guaranteed money, like a boatload of it, you're not going to be as fast to just be like, eh. like it's like you buy like, like it's like Jeff, you're going to buy a Bentley, right? And you have this Bentley that you that you're driving around and it gets a flat, and then you fix it, and then it gets another flat, and you go, I hey, scrap this car, I don't want it anymore. I got two flats. That's just not you're gonna like you, no, you're gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna get another tire. Like I'm. Gonna well, that is kind of what I do.
1: More. I get new I get new cars when my inspection's out. So, uh, but they're different because they're smarter than me.
0: But, but those aren't Bentley's. You're not getting Bentley's. You're not paying for Bentley's.
1: No, the, uh, Ford Fusion, the Honda same. CRV. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah,
0: it's not being loyal to a fault. It's being loyal to my bread. It's being loyal to the fact that I got a lot of bread on the line and it's going to, it's going it's, to, it, it, it pains me to put all that money into something and don't see the residual return uh, the ROI like I thought I would.
1: Where is Dennis Houston on our depth chart from Kilgore? Uh, I would not be shocked. I believe in Week One your depth chart will be C.D. Noah Brown, Jalen Tolbert, and then Cavante Turpin. You can put him in whatever order you want, but Cavante Turpin will have a role because they'll want him to do bits. But if you needed another, God, you know what? I think that Dennis Houston sneaks on the roster as the sixth guy.
0: Sixth I think they one? would.
1: I think they would put Simi in the game before him. And then it (sighs) would
0: because of the draft status
1: second year. And he's a draft pick, but I mean, Houston's getting a lot of run. Uh, You know what? I'll say this where he is on the depth chart. Here's another thing. Here's a way for me to get out of this question. It doesn't matter yet. We got two more preseason games. What's he do? What do they do? We got the lights are going to come on two more times and Simi and Dennis Houston are going to play a bunch. Mm -hmm. Who's going to show up? Because if you show up when the lights are on and somebody else doesn't, You go up. And so I would say right this second, yeah, he might be fourth or fifth. My gut says he'll end up sixth, but that all of those guys are the dudes that will be on the team, at least until Gallup gets back, and then either Simi or Houston's probably in trouble.
0: Who is your your backup return guy?
1: Um, Jalen Tolbert probably.
0: I think you go Turpin,
1: Tolbert, and then if you had to, Pollard?
0: Because when I look at Turpin, I go, you're not going to – like, you're going to give me the lucky whitehead on offense. Like, you're going to give me the Jets, the end of rounds, maybe a bubble screen here and there, and you're going to return from me. That's it. Like, I don't see Kevontae Turpin being any way, shape, or form a significant figure as a wide receiver in this offense. I think that's an
1: important distinction is that I think he will have a role. If everyone's healthy, he'll still have a role. But if you lost, like you don't have Gallup. And if you lost one of your three starters, I do not think it's Turpin that goes in. I think it's between Simi and Houston.
0: Right. And that's why why I put him a little bit higher. I I, I would put Turpin at the six because. But know that he
1: will play even if everyone's healthy.
0: Right. Right. In, In the return game. A little bit, yeah. And then the turn game, and then they'll they'll run that they run that dumb jet sweep. They'll they'll insert him in the game on third and three, and everybody will go watch the jet sweep, watch the end around, and Kellen Moore will run the dress sweep for end around, and it'll be a (laughs) (laughs) no.
1: They will put him in four times to run that motion, and on the third one is the one time he'll get the ball to keep people honest. (laughs) But that's what he'll do. Vance with the surprising play of Jake Ferguson. Should we expect more 12 personnel this year? Maybe, with what they got at receiver right now. I mean, whether it's more two tight end, whether it's more Tony Pollard on the field, you don't have the wide receiver star power to uh, to think that this is going to be a strictly 11 personnel team. I don't think. But you know, once you get and once they get Gallup back, the, the blessing here is the NFC East. If you can just get back, if you can get Gallup back, but you need to get Gallup back and probably get two or three weeks down the road to have real Michael Gallup. Uh, and maybe more than that. Uh, okay. We'll scrap all that because I want to get to more things. All the super chats we appreciate and I love it. Uh, Hollywood. He said, it's going to suck and I'm going to be highly upset. If Tyron Smith retires without a ring from us, he'll join D Ware, Romo Witten. That does suck. There's a lot of, you know, great players that have come through here that haven't gotten to get a ring, but, You know, everybody that played in the '90s got one, so that was really nice. Uh, But before we get out of here, there is a thing I wanted to get to because Michael Gallup. This is another piece of news. After practice, he's in cleats, he's wearing a helmet, he ran a couple of routes, and Dak threw him a football. It's the first time we've seen it in camp. That piece of news. Your thoughts?
0: I love Britt Brown. For those of you don't know, Britt Brown is the trainer. He's one of the head trainers on the Cowboys under Jim Maurer, Jim Mauer, the head trainer, but Britt Brown is the one who gets all the guys from rehab to field. That's, and that's he is
1: great. a tough son of a bitch. I hung out with him at the Rudder Room in Oxnard. That's a tough, tough dude.
0: And the thing about Britt, Britt is, like, he's really a nice dude. Once, Like, if he likes you, if he likes you and loves you, Britt will give you the shirt off his back. But that's neither here nor there. That's and if he
1: doesn't, I feel like you might want to watch your back.
0: If he doesn't, he will literally gouge your eyeballs out. Like, literally, like like wrestling style um it was encouraging to see him doing something uh that he feels confident enough to do something and that they're working towards getting him back here comes the negative jess
1: oh here comes the hating
0: people look at that video and say oh my god look at him run and jeff you know there's someone who's dealt with knee injuries you don't even have cartilage in your knees anymore um Michael Gallup is so far away from being ready to play real life football. People, there's a reason he was only running out routes because that's the one route that you can kind of continuously just keep moving and and then when you saw when he caught it it was like, "Oh my god, I'm afraid to it was afraid to stop." Like, I'm going to stop really hard with this other leg cuz I don't trust my other leg or my knee or whatever it may be. So, it was great to see him out here. The progression is there, but I'm I'm almost positive Almost positive with one week left of training camp, he's going on the pup, so that means he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season. That is that that is a player that I saw running and going, There's no way he's ready for live football. There's absolutely no way close to being ready for live football, and it's going to be it's going to be pup for Michael Gallup, and then after that, it's going to be another two or three weeks to get himself and his lungs. Because he can run all day long with Brick Brown and the crew and and and, and, uh, uh, and Coach Nash in the, in, the, in the weight room all day long. Doesn't doesn't compare to football conditioning. Just doesn't. Oh, and, and
1: he plays the X, so it's not like you just yeah. get to show up. Now let's do the unexpected movements that come with fighting at the line of scrimmage to get off the ball. Let's do – like there's a lot. That's a dude that's yeah. six to eight weeks away.
0: So you're talking about four weeks to get back and then another – Three ish weeks to kind of fully get his remember when, Amari, remember when Amari Cooper was out with the foot injury? Yeah. And Amari came back and he was like, Man, it took me a while to get my feeding together, my feet together underneath me. And that's what he, that's what you guys have to understand is that it's gonna take a while to get the once the speed of the game goes up and now you have real life competition, like really, really good guys defending you. I gotta get my timing back, my feet back, wearing the cleats and running that fast, all those things factor in. So I mean, you're talking about four weeks on Pup, and then, like I said, another three, maybe four weeks so he's finally comfortable enough and has his feet back underneath him to go, okay, now week 10 and on, you may get a much more sophisticated look of what Michael Gallup is as a player.
1: Uh, last thing that I just want to sneak in because you haven't gotten a comment on it yet, but Deron Bland is a fifth-round pick. Uh, out of Fresno State that is a cornerback that has been showing up all throughout camp. He did it again this week against the Chargers. He had a pick and two pass breakups and yes, in yesterday's practice. Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright both struggled against Denver in the first preseason game. Uh, so, from me, it's basically shout-out to the fifth-round rookie who I think has a shot to be the fourth corner on the depth chart, Jesse Holly, Thoughts?
0: Oh, I love it. There's nothing I love more than a guy who gets an opportunity and takes full advantage of it. I come from that elk. I come from that community of guys who got an opportunity and was like, I'm going to take this thing and run with it. And he showed up. And it's not the flash, it's every day, day in, day out, week in, week out. And when you have guys like, um, like, you know, um, um, Kelvin Joseph, who was a second round pick, who is wildly inconsistent in training camp. Um, I mean, we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of, nation right at six foot three six foot four the cornerback position you know I know that Dan Quinn wants size and those guys want size but at the end of the day you you, you want to go out there and be able to put you know three four dogs on the field whether it be in nickel or dime that's going to go out there and play and and he's not afraid to tackle he's not afraid to lower the boom and if you're talking about maybe Jaron Curse, but the back issue, maybe I don't know what that back issue thing is doing right now with Jaron Curse, but it's just a guy who can play some slot, play some outside, and if you need to, you know, go into the nickel, the dime, and maybe play him at safety, bring him down in the box a little bit because he's not afraid. So that players like Deron Bland, who is stepping up, it, it gives the brainchild of Dan Quinn just so much more to play with. Because I have a willing tackler, I have a guy who can cover, so I can now do things that you know if I didn't have the death that I couldn't do. So I love it. I'm a, I'm a fan. I want to see him continue to to thrive. And you know Jordan Lewis and company. These these injuries don't help you, <laughs> right? Injury, injuries only. Injuries are only helping Will Greer. That's like the only guy whose injuries are actually helping. <laughs> what he actually help Will Greer potentially make this football team? But when you got a guy like Deron Bland and you're, you're a guy like Jordan Lewis, and you're the third corner, um, you know, guys are looking around and saying, every time you're not on the field, he's on the field, he's making a play, the coaches remember that. And so, you know, you just kind of you, – you don't, you don't want to be the guy getting hurt and these guys gaining ground on you.
1: This is believe in the Cowboys. The promo code believe fifty b l e a v five zero at Bet Online will get you hooked up with a sign up bonus. That is former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly, the great and powerful Jesse Holly. I am Jeff Cavanaugh. If you need help knowing our names, here's one way. Here's me, and then here is Jesse. Oh, Jesse Holly went seventy-seven yards. It must be a reality show. and uh remember that you have no idea what anyone is going through so be cool to everyone i love you bye jesse eliminate
0: the contingencies
1: without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you